This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter attack. Forestieri. Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us this time for the opposition view, Johnny from the Borough Breakdown. Hello, how are you? Yeah, very good, guys. Thank you. How are you doing? We're very good, thank you. We're very good indeed. Johnny, thank you for for joining us from Middlesbrough. Lots of stuff to talk about Middlesbrough, but the first thing I'm going to ask, or I'm going to state before, if if any Middlesbrough fans listen to this, if you were at the away game in 2017. Thank you from the bottom of every Watford supporter's hearts. It was they basically Graham Taylor passed away on the Thursday. On the Saturday, we played Middlesbrough. It was the dullest, shittest, let's call it what it was, uh, nil-nil drop. But it meant nothing to anybody because actually what it was all about was Graham, one Graham Taylor. And they were beautiful. They were respectful. But even the thing that absolutely sticks with me, which I will love your club till the day I bloody die, 10 minutes in and the game's just about starting to settle, the Middlesbrough fans started chanting one Graham Taylor. And I think everybody had a lump in their throat. So guys, full on respect for that. Thank you so much. I needed to get that in. Otherwise, I'd shoot myself if I forgot it. So <laughs> anyway, we're going to come up and absolutely mince you on Saturday. There you go. Yeah, you probably will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all know that ain't happening, but never mind. Sir, we didn't get a chance to talk to you when you came down to uh, came down to our place. But it was kind of it was kind of weird because it was the hundredth anniversary of our um, stadium. So we, for some reason, because a hundred years ago we wore black and white kit, we played you wearing a sort of a Newcastle kit, and it seemed it seemed almost kind of impolite to be doing this to you on, on that day. You had Chris Wilder then. Obviously, you've had a managerial change since. Tell tell us what your season has been like. Well. I was at that game uh, earlier in the season and it was absolute heartache. So thank you very much. Oh. Um, um, I, I honest to God is that Rodrigo Nunes shot from the halfway line where just the, the, you just have to square it. Just square it. The, the game's done. <laughs> it can be a draw. 
I'll take the point. It's Watford away, but no, he decided to shoot from 60 yards and you get the ball and counter and score. So thank you for that, <laughs> Rodrigo. Um, but uh, yeah, our, our season's been weird. Really weird season. You know, obviously with, with Chris Wilder departing earlier in the season was probably expected, I guess. Now, when when, when you when you piece it all together, when you look back to April and he was linked with the Burnley job and he didn't put it away. He was like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to comment on it. Didn't put it to bed. And then he was going, actually, we do know now Gibson was going to sack him, but then didn't. And then our form just dropped off a cliff since him. We were comfortable in the playoffs, then finished seventh. And then the new season started. We, we bring in some really good additions like Ryan Giles, Darren Lenahan, you know, M- Moonis at, at the start you thought would be a, a good addition. And, you know, we, we've added added to the team uh, as well with like Tommy Smith at the right back and, and bringing in Zach Steffen. And you think, you know what, this team could probably go again with, with some really good nights earlier while this campaign, but the damage had been done. And then we had a bad bit of form and he was linked with the Bournemouth job and it was all happening again. And look, he had to go, to be honest. I think it just got to a point where we can't trust you anymore. It seems like there was a really, there's a big disconnect between the players and, and, and the coaching staff. And then Michael Carrick's came into the building and just completely turned it around. So this group of players and the squad isn't, isn't a bad squad. You know, it should be where it should be now, to be honest, given our performance from last year. Carrick's came in, he hasn't tweaked too much. He just gave them the belief and that that EQ and that emotional intelligence of, of his my management style has just worked absolute wonders for him. So a very nice second part of the first half of the season. But that night against Watford was just um was, it was painful at the time, but it was even more painful the results that followed, I guess. Uh, it was it was a historic night for us. We'll we'll put it down for that. It was a historic yeah. night because Bio, yeah. who who knew he could score at the end anyway. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, never that. You mentioned there, Steve Gibson. We did a we did a little kind of potted history in the first uh, half of the season about how he saved the club, you know, and has taken it on to glories that you you've been a you've been around to see. He's always struck a lot of people as almost like the ultimate chairman. For him not to get on with Wilder, there must have been trouble at Mill, surely. Yeah, there was, absolutely. There's a parallel of this as well with uh, another manager and Gary Monk because Gary Monk did exactly the same thing. He came in, he spent a bit of cash, I mean, more than a cash, about 40 million mm-hmm. on like seven, 7 million on Ashley Fletcher, by the way. Insane. Ooh. Ooh, there's a name. There's a name. There's a chat to have. Yeah, and like seven million, like you know, like there's like sixteen million on Britta Sambalonga, like we you know, own Martin Breath, Martin Breath, Martin <laughs> Breath with ten mil, and just like you're thinking, God's like he spent all this cash, and then next thing you know, he's talking to someone else, and you just go, why? <laughs> you just came in the building, <laughs> and then obviously got sacked. But I think we've, we've spent uh, all we've, our money in left. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty much yeah, all of our Premiership money was just gone, wasn't it? With Wild, with Wilder, it started off really well and like really, really well, like just yeah. flick a flick of a switch, win every game beating Spurs winning at Manchester United we have a head of football in Kieran Scott who who came in at the same season as as Wilder did and everything was just rosy it was just as soon as that link to another role it felt like oh well Mills was just a stepping stone with Chris Wilder right. now and then it felt like well if you're losing his if you're losing the trust of Gibson and, and Kieran Scott then that's where it's going to start to turn and the results kind of proved it to be honest you know mm. if, you, if you lose the dressing room then you lose the staff it's it's mad. It's it's honestly it was it was a really strange time because it was just so good. And then why would you throw it away? But now he's not got a job. So I mean, and no one will, no one no one will touch him. So it's like, well, that you've just kind of shot yourself in in the foot there, right? 
Mm. Yeah, known, known, known as Marco Silva syndrome, that is. Goes in, goes in, has the job, sits down, goes, oh, there's someone else I'd like to go and work there. Has anything on the pitch changed then? Has, has, have you seen a, a more commitment from the players because they're more bonded or has Carrick done anything tactically to, to alter things? There has been tweaks. You know, I think under Chris Wilder, we played a, a 3-5-2, was much yeah. more direct vertically. Like, you know, it was, it was good yeah. passing and, and not a long ball, but it was definitely... We'll try and play just direct and get the ball as quick as we can to the to the wingers, knock the ball in the box and, and you know, create chances. And it worked. It did really well. Under Carrick, we switched to a back four, four, two, three, one. But when when you watch Mills replay, it is like watching a three because of how high Ryan Giles is on the left hand side and he's really, really good. He whips a really good ball in. Um, but we we are a little bit more patient on the ball, to be honest. I think we're willing to be calm, collected, and just just put our foot on it and just, you know, just not be very frantic of how we have been previously. There hasn't been too too much in terms of changes and like how obviously he hasn't been able to bring many bodies in just yet but in terms of like the playing style I would say is slightly more possession based but the main work we've seen from from Carrick is is definitely off the pitch and working with the group and seeing them as like individuals getting them to buy into his ethos and and way of way of working and it seems to have really clicked you know what I mean like the players want to come into work they want to play they want to wear the badge and you can just see it from a from a distance like how good a really good culture is and how it can pay dividends on a team and that's why I think we've we've had some really good success in, in playing that four two three one and bringing Tuba in from the cold and playing him as number ten was a bit of a masterstroke and he just seems to have given him that freedom to play and that's probably helped us a lot get the results we need. Now this is this is Tubo Akpong. Which is a great yeah. name. We we enjoy names like that. Just a great deal. Tubo Akpom, everybody, who has scored thirteen goals, I believe, this season. We we may end up focusing on one of them, but t- tell us what he's done because he's he's got a shed load of goals. He also scored against a certain team from Bedfordshire in a two-one win, Luton Town. I believe you may have beaten our rivals. Mm. That's good. Tell us <laughs> tell us about him. Tell us what his season's been like. Yeah, it was a very it was a very uh, good goal as well to beat Luton, and I thought you'd be happy with that one as well. A good goal uh... to beat Luton, everybody. That's a good goal to beat Luton. <laughs> Everyone, round of applause, please. Round of applause, round of applause for Johnny, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm all week. Here all week. Um, um, yeah, no, no, two was two was great. Um, he's he's playing as a as a number ten, and, and I was really surprised by two this this year because I thought he was going to be going back to Greece and, and playing yeah. where he was he was doing really well. And you know, you don't you're not a, like an Arsenal Academy graduate if you don't have something about you, right? But in terms of how he and how he's playing and how he's developed and how he's got to this point, he's playing a number 10 role, but it's kind of like a free role in, in a way where he needs to uh, bring the centre-backs with him to create the space for the centre-forward to, to get him behind. Or if, if Crooks is playing, he'll try and do that job and get Akpom in from behind from that. But in terms of how he plays and how Akpom's getting in the right place at the right time, He's working with the wing back um, in Ryan Giles. He's working with um, Marcus Force on that right hand side, and he's bringing, trying to bring different players in and around him, which creates space for other players. So, an example of this is Hackney will get the ball in the half turn from Stefan. He'll play a direct ball to Tuba. Tuba will have two or three men with him, and then what that'll do is he'll create that'll create a lot of space behind him. So he'll play just a little little cushion pass to mm-hmm. probably Hackney or Housen. And there's a lot of space on that right-hand side for, for Force to run in. He'll slot it back and then Tube will probably put it at the back of the net. So it's really good combination play. And credit to him, to be honest, like he's he's brought so much to his, his game this year than what he has done in previous years. And you can see it in the interviews that he has that he's constantly trying to work on his game, work on tapes with Ryan Giles on the, on, and trying to understand his crossing and how 
he can be in the right place at the right time. And, and to be honest, he's just found that knack. And I feel like it's came from all of the hard work that he's been trying to do, which is a lot of like praise for him, to be honest. Like, I, I couldn't praise him enough. So that's kind of how he's he started to do it over like the last few weeks. But it's mint. I've never I've never seen a Boris striker score 20 goals in a season in, in my lifetime. I think the last person to do it was Bernie Slavin. So oh my and, God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there, there's, a, there, there's an M. There's an M for you. Um, <laughs> but we, we say on like our podcast, like, because Bernie now, he, he sells books in the Cleveland Centre and Middlesbrough, right? And so we were saying like, if Chuba scores 20 goals, then he can bring out his own book and start doing the same thing. So it's, it's that much of a rare thing for a Boris striker to do so, but... Yeah, it's happy, day, happy days that he's doing that. You mentioned there a player that I've often wanted us to, to sign, Johnny Howson, who was at mm. Leeds and then he was at Norwich for about 150 years. And you seem to have had him since the dawn of time. He's about 2017, 28, 16, something like that. But he's, he's what, he's, he's about my age now, but he's still doing a good job, isn't he? Yeah, re- honestly, like, I, I don't know what it is. He feels like he's, like, he's Benjamin Button. Have you ever seen that film <laughs> yes. where he goes back Getting younger. Oh, <laughs> Getting younger. younger. You see, that's, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> but no, honestly, like, it, it's weird because he's going, he goes through weird phases, like, under underwater, look, he, he looked finished. He looked, honest to God, he looked finished, you know, and probably because we were playing a, a man-marking system, he was getting dragged left to right, and, you know, like, a 30-plus-year-old player is going to look horrendous yeah. in that system. Wilder comes in, rejuvenated, and then towards the end of Wilder's era, because of the frantic nature of it, you could start to see the cracks, and you're like, oh, he's, he's, he's definitely finished when you replace him. Carrot comes in, and then he's just got this new lease of life again, and I'm just like, how's he doing this? But I think we will replace him end of the season. I think we kind of have to. Um, you know, we've we've he probably should have been replaced maybe three seasons ago now if he wanted to build on it, but credit to him, like he's he's just that leader in the dressing room and someone that you can always rely on. I think he's he's just so consistent and and that's what you kind of want. It's very rare to find a consistent footballer in the championship, isn't it? And mm. he seem he seems to be he seems to be that 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 rock for us. So yeah, he, he's doing well, but I would like us to replace him coming into the season and that breaks my heart a little bit because you you know when you you, you enjoy a player and he's it's like kind of like you know when your dog gets a little bit old and you know you have to like you have to you, you, throw, a ten, you throw a tennis ball you throw a tennis ball and the dog just goes nah yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that anymore yeah. Yeah. a little bit and you and you give like the missus the look and you go oh, I don't know uh, <laughs> getting old he's <laughs> getting a bit old this one uh, so oh no uh, it's kind of feels, your, your missus uh, looks back and goes is he talking about the dog or me what's going on here? <laughs> that's not good that's not good this is Neil Cox we do not scratch our eyes thank you very much to all the Watford supporters and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage Nissan Townstar EV strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty and with a bench full of all star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all star quality search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
So oh, last goodness. player, last player, I just want to ask about, and you haven't had him for very long. Yeah. But we've been doing these with, with people from the championship all season. It's been like it's been like a big Samaritan session most of the time. Been a big wailing of gnashing of teeth. But one player who I think most people and we've been linked with him for a long time is Cameron Archer from Aston Villa, who did well at Preston last week. You've only had him a little while, so you've only seen a couple of glimpses of him. How has he looked and how is he fitting in? Or has he come in at a time when he can't get past Akpon? Probably the la- the last one. <laughs> he, he hasn't really had too many minutes. Honestly, I, w- I would love to sit here and, and say what he's brought to the team already yeah. and he's contributing really well, but he hasn't had many minutes yet. Against Sunderland, put him down he- for a hat-trick, Peter. Put him down for yeah. a hat-trick against us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee it. I've j- now he said that. You know what? I'll take that. I'll take <laughs> any day of the week. So yeah, put, yeah, put that down will. for me as well. Yeah, put that down for me as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> But no, I haven't seen I haven't seen much to be honest. Like, but I know what he can bring. He had some really good glimpses against Sunderland, um, playing on the right, and then he, he moved towards that centre forward role towards the end of the game. He looked really good. He, he looked like he was he was going to definitely be part of it, you know. But I haven't seen much to be honest of him over like the last few weeks. I seen obviously seen him a little bit of Preston, um, and I know what he can bring, but we just haven't seen it yet. So probably now that I've said that hat trick or hat trick or maybe more. So <laughs> um, on on Saturday, is there an area? during this transfer window that you need to strengthen at Middlesbrough that you need to do some business in? Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we are looking for um, a centre defensive midfielder to replace Housen. We needed to bring in another centre I, I, I said one nice thing about him. He's been kicking him out of the club ever since. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you got to do what you got. It's a cutthroat yeah. business. It's a cutthroat yeah. business. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. We'll we'll have him. We've got no midfielders left. Yeah. <laughs> you've, had, you've had more managers than midfielders. Oh, there we go. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, in, fa- in fairness, oh, let's have a look. 22 minutes. No, you, you've you been one of the longest lasting ones. Most of them <laughs> yeah, get yeah. that straight away. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but no, like, he's... We obviously we we need to replace like re- replace him, but we're in a bit of a weird stage in, in in the season where like if we if we don't go up and we bring in someone per if we if we do go up sorry and we bring in someone permanent are they going to be good enough for the Premier League? So mm. maybe we we look to do a loan for for the, uh, yeah, for the yeah. end of the season because we've got one space left. Keep your powder dry. Uh, mm, exactly. Next yeah, season, yeah, and and probably if if I was hopeful, I'd probably try and bring in an, another right winger. Um, you know, Isaiah Jones seems a bit burnt out at the minute. He's been out the side, so we've been playing fast there, and it's worked because he's always coming in at the back post when the ball's coming in, and obviously striker's instinct playing him on the right hand side has been really beneficial. But another winger would be nice to do that and just give us a bit more depth. That is probably about it. I think it's just fine tweaks rather than wholesale, wholesale changes. Yeah, I think the defensive midfield player that you've been linked to with, and again we've been linked with, and we saw him last week play for Rotherham is uh, is Barlasser. And and he's hopeless. Leave him alone. We'll have him instead. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, I w- I would love Dan Balassa. You know, obviously he's, he's up in Newcastle as well, isn't he? So I'm hoping that he can kind of go. Oh well, I'm gonna get managed by another Jordy, so that'll probably swing it away. So hopefully we can bring him in. But yeah, he was on my wish list at the start of the season, so I would I would bite your hand off for him. I think the pull of the northeast when we spoke to Rotherham last week on this they did say it sounds like he kind of wants to go and it's the old kind of you know I really want to go back to the northeast so sounds like you're in with a chance just don't do I mean, it before Saturday because it was a pain in the ass last night who it? on God's earth wants to stay in Rotherham let's hope we're not speaking to them again for a while eh <laughs> <laughs> sorry did that come out I thought I was on no, I thought I was on, mute. on mute. apologies no, no, apologies no, no. sorry about that I thought, I thought you were going to say who wants to live in Middlesbrough and I was like I mean yeah no, I mean, I love the Smuggies. It's all. It's um. It's one of those towns. It's deep roots to its football. You know, if you go up there, you feel it. It is. It's. Um, I've been a, a few way days up there. My last time up there uh, was ah, uh, who scored left back angry man for us 
Got oh, an absolute Holobass. 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 Oh, yes. Holobass, 1-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Under yeah. Under Matsari yeah. wearing and the white it was the goalkeeper you had that day. He was quite Brazilian, lad. I'm oh, sure he was. It was. That was in the Premier League, right? That was Premier League, right? Yeah, yeah. it would have been Premier League. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we had Victor. We had Victor Valdez in goal. Valdez, that was <laughs> it. Oh, well, the old Valdez. Barcelona keeper. Barcelona keeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that oh, wow. team. That team. Honestly, Negredo up front, Valdez, and still got relegated. So it was yeah, fantastic. Mad. What a fantastic season. Madness. Middles, I've always associated Middlesbrough with, and I guess we mentioned it before we started recording, like Ravinelli. You know that that kind of era, like and bringing in big names, but then sort of bringing in players coming towards the end of their career and kind of getting a tune out of them towards towards the end as well. And I think you know this is probably an outsider looking in. And as soon as I mention his name, you'll go fuck me, he was awful. But like people like Jonathan Woodgate or you know mm. people people like that, they seem to do smart business at the right time. I'd like to say that, yeah. I'd like. I mean, I just I could reel off the the Gary Monk era, the Gordon Strachan era, and you'd probably go, probably not, because our recruitment's been horrendous. But you know, there has been some unreal players, like from from when I've been watching Borough. You know, obviously Jonathan Woodgate was was great. He came from 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 Real Madrid. Real Madrid, and, yeah, yeah. And but like that team, like prior, that was just stacked. It was like we had Hasselbank for Duke, uh, Mendieta, Zenden. Southgate, like Ekiogan, like that that team that got to the UEFA Cup final was just amazing. That's probably one of the best sides, the sides I've yeah. ever seen. Probably the best. And you know, we've always had like really good players and that flair player that fans who from opposition fans seem to enjoy. So Janino, yeah. God, yeah. I remember him t- coming to Vicarage Road and destroying us single handedly once. Just a great player. Star. Yeah, like I mean, like the only player to like get player of the year and get relegated in the same season. Like it's for the most <laughs> poorer thing ever, isn't it? Like <laughs> We we have those moments, but it's nice to kind of it's it's nice to witness it as as, as yeah, a fan, yeah. but also yeah. like the pain that you it's came with it. Sometimes you know, like the Gordon Strachan era, where we brought in a load of players from the SBL and we were favourites to go up, and then we were bottom at Christmas, and it was just like, what is going on? <laughs> like it, 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 it took us from second under Southgate to like. 12 like 12 13th and then we just kept following the slide it was just, that wasn't horrible here or that and I, I don't even want to talk about that you just mentioned him and the one last question is going to be how is gareth southgate considered at middlesbrough because when you came down and saw a score a last minute goal to break your heart sorry about that but in the <laughs> building next door was where gareth southgate was born he was born in in the hospital next to watford never had really had any connection to the club but the town how is he considered because that would be interesting to know oh a legend has to be a legend you know, the only captain to ever lift a major trophy for us um, at Cardiff in 2004. You know, he, he took the job and um, the board job after the, the the game after we just lost the UEFA Cup final and McLaren went on to, to England. And I still don't know how he got that gig, but he did. <laughs> uh, I mean, less said about that, the better, I guess. But the, yeah, he, he took the manager's job when he probably shouldn't have got it. And he was the only one that could have probably took it because Gibson had to get rid of all of these players that run a, a bucket load of cash. Um, in, in 2006 never mind like now it was still like people on 100 grand then so <laughs> he had he had his hands tied he brought in some young players and I mean you're not going to do well in the in the Premier League when you're swapping Hasselbank for Ali Adier and you know like <laughs> Mendy, Mendy for Didier Degard and Gary O'Neill like you're not going to do much are you so 
he struggled. He's he struggled, but he's just he's always going to be a legend, isn't he? He's always going to be a legend, and I know I know he gets his critics at like in, in England now, but I think what he's building and what he has done for England is probably is, is just exceptional. Like all of like the emotional intelligence, all the family stuff, all of the stuff that he's trying to build it is really really good. Um, so players want to play for him. That's the big thing. I I, I spot yeah. players players want to play for Southgate, you know, and you can see that in an England shirt. So there, there's obviously a culture that he that he builds. So yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of his you know with England yeah I'd, I'd agree I'd agree I think I think, ta- I think tactically like he's always been fairly limited and I think you can see that with not just with with Borough at the time but with England as well if he's going to remain at England manager for another couple of years then try and bring in a better team around you because you can clearly you can clearly lead from the front so like let's try and get, see where you're weak at and how can we improve that so but yeah um, to answer your question he, he is a legend on side. he always will be he could, he could have the key to the city if he wants you know what I mean he could have the key to my house if he wants but, um, uh, <laughs> like but, Gareth yeah like Gareth I don't mind having the England manager but just stop throwing the tennis balls for me to chase that's all I'm asking for <laughs> yeah Right, in that case, I think we should have come now to where the rubber hits the road. It's the Predictions League. Now, Johnny, you're not aware, but we have been running consistently every single league game, the most consistently poor prediction league <laughs> the goal scored um i mean i don't wish to keep going back and hark on it but the uh, the goal scored by uh, bio actually gave carlos his first ever three points in this prediction league he predicted 2-1 so you know he can be he can be crowing about that but since Ooh, then it's been all downhill yeah. <laughs> it really has been so far and you'll be playing on behalf of the EFL championship who've done you no favors so far uh, justin is on 13 points carlos is top of the league on alphabetical order with 13 points and the EFL are on 12 points. This thing has gone on and it's been so rancid and they still can't get any separation between any of them. <laughs> rancid. And, Great anyway, choice of words. Well, let's face it, I, I was going to use turgid, but I think we wore it out. We've worn so, that one out. We're not allowed to use that. We've moved on to rancid now. That's the level we're at. What we're looking for is a prediction for the scoreline for Saturday. Middlesbrough versus Watford at the Riverside. Johnny, you go first as our guest. What do you think the score line's going to be? I've said 2-2, two, two, and can I give you the story and how it's going to play out? Please do. There's oh. a story? There's a story, There's a story as well. Story. My word. We've had stories. Go on. It's got me so worried. We, we said it on, I said it on our podcast at the weekend, and I said that Watford are going to be winning 2-0. You know, so that happy days, happy days. And then we'll we're gonna score two to equalize. And then there's gonna be a glorious chance at the end, and we're gonna miss it. And it's gonna end two two. The, the level of very detail that this is yeah. inadvertently picking up is quite it's quite incredible. I'm liking this very much. In that case, we come to we come to Justin for the second week running. Having led this mm. load of old Tosh, he is uh, he's getting to actually go second. So two all is gone. It you has, isn't it? Print. You cannot predict two all. What do you think he might go for, Carlos? Ooh, oh, uh, could it be? Uh, yes, it be? yes, it is. It's probably going to be one-one actually, uh, because uh, that was the score last week. So let's stick Shock. with that. I, I like, like Johnny. I think it's going to be a draw. So might as well go with one-one. There's no story. It's just no. we drew one-one, so it's going to be one-one. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Minimum of effort. Yeah, it's, Matt, what, what are, you expecting? Effort. are you expecting well, more? I mean, you know, no, 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 really, no. <laughs> Justin's uh, gone for minimum effort. Hold my beer. I'm going <laughs> nil-nil. Nil-nil? That's a nil, long way nil, to go wow. for a nil-nil. I'm nil. going nil-nil because everybody else has gone for a draw, and I think uh, it'll be a draw. Oh, I see. Mm. Tactical. Now, that's yeah. quite canny. That's quite canny because it means 
that the only way you can make a real difference on the score is being outright correct. Yeah. You get three points if you get the score line completely correct. If you get the score difference correct, you get two points. So actually, if you go for a draw and it's any form of straw, you get two points. So oh, ooh. score draw. So so. Well, no, no. Well, any 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 form of draw <sighs> because you're it's still going to be level. So. No, you're not going to get anything more for your one-one, you depressive idiot. Right? Anyway, <laughs> so there we have, well, there we have everybody looking forward to people scouring up and down the country to get to the riverside just to watch what is an inevitable draw. If you, if if people still have pools coupons, this is a certified draw. Yeah, Excellent put an X news. in the box there. Well, I'll definitely. tell you, Johnny's one. Well, if we're too, I mean, that's a very Watford thing to do to go away from home at Middlesbrough, unfancied, be two 0 up and cock it up. So I, I mean, if I had to be a Betting man, I'd be on. I'd be uh, there with Johnny. I reckon. There you go. Excellent. There you go. In that case, in that case, it would probably be Middlesbrough who would ha- have the glaring chance at the end. That the if I watch all of this oh, yeah. and none of this happens, I'm going to be deeply disappointed, Johnny. <laughs> I'm getting death threats. <laughs> so I will DM you. We'll DM you afterwards. <laughs> We've never been known not to overreact to these things. That's fine. Absolutely. Johnny, thank you very much for joining us on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Best of luck for the rest of the season, uh, apart from Saturday, of course. Um, yeah, it's been great chatting to you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, guys. Honestly, I really enjoyed that. Thank you. No Cheers, worries. Johnny. Great stuff. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.